What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, I appreciate you. Today we have some tea. Shocker, I know. But before we get into this tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at That's So Dev. Simple, straight, and to the point. The tea today is Harry Potter. Now, Harry Potter. I have been on a very, very big Harry Potter binge. I'm even watching it right now. Just to be honest. I don't know what happened. Like, I mean, for, personally, when it comes to the Harry Potter movies, once I start watching it, it becomes a little binge season for me, literally. And, you know, it just goes away after a bit. But I don't really know what happened. But sometime, you know, within... 2021 i started harry potter and i just didn't stop (laughs) i have literally watched harry potter on days end this year what can i say don't judge me it's my comfort show show movie it is my comfort movie it's my comfort franchise there's not a specific movie that you know is more of a comfort movie you know i mean there's movies that i like better than the other but i could just genuinely watch all of them and it would be just as comforting but i i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna talk about the harry potter series because it is on my mind obviously because when you watch harry potter you know obviously there's so much detail to it there's so much detail that you miss so many things and when you begin to as i'm doing watch this franchise on day's end and repeat it you start to notice those things and it's crazy to me because each time that i watch this movie i have a new question i find out something different you know what i mean and um thank god for my you know my best friend Haley haberman for literally introducing me to the deeper world of harry potter she answers majority of my question also craig he's got me deep into the harry potter world it's been great say hi to my dog she obviously has something to say and get off her chest but I've had a lot of friends introduce me into deeper into the Harry Potter world. I was already in there, but it became Stan behavior. I'm now a Potterhead. That is what Harry Potter stands call themselves. Potterheads. What can I say? <laughs> it's kind of iconic, but I'm going to talk about the movies just in general. I want to, I, I want to discuss these movies. So I may be doing two parts to this possibly three i'm gonna aim for two but we'll see anyway harry potter obviously it was aimed at the beginning it was aimed towards a younger audience but as the movies go on you begin to realize that ah this isn't this isn't the normal franchise where you know, franchises that are aimed at a younger audience typically stay in that same area of 
you know, being aimed at a younger audience throughout the entire franchise. And I think what Harry Potter did a good job of was truly allowing the storyline and the characters to grow up and mature along with the audience. And I think that was able to, you know, capture a lot more people because I was talking, you know, earlier about how a lot of people didn't like Harry Potter, like an un it, an overwhelming amount of people love the franchise, even to this day. It, it seems like it's even more popular now, but there were a lot of people who didn't like the series. And I think they wrote it off. I keep saying series, franchise, same difference, y'all. But like they wrote it off because it was simply, you know, starting off as aiming towards a younger audience. And, you know, obviously you couldn't see the big picture. <laughs> How could you? How could you? The movies weren't out yet. And like I said, the books weren't completed at the time. So it was like, it, it, which blows my mind because in most cases with the franchise, the books are done. And in this case, the books weren't done when the franchise started filming movies granted as said before jk Rowling already knew how she wanted it to end so you know general idea was there but these these movies uh, it, it it's amazing to watch the transformation of each character you know each character becomes more dominant in some context in some sort of context Draco maybe not so much but there was hope in the end there was hope in the end we'll get into we'll get into you know his last little his last potential thing that could have happened to really curb you know the character development for him but like like i said starting off like i really enjoyed the way that they introduced us into the wizarding world you know uh, unfortunately he had to be left with he being harry potter had to be left with the worst people on earth actually not the word you obviously know it gets worse in the third one <laughs> but like I get it they were the only family he had and they didn't want him to grow up in the wizarding world everybody would know his name it wouldn't exactly be safe considering you know the most powerful dark wizard just you know tried to kill him after killing his parents so yeah but I think many times they have learned the lesson of don't mess with Harry Potter, but they don't, it doesn't stick. They always have to continuously relearn the lesson every movie that they're in. I don't get it, but uh, <laughs> okay, next. Anyway, I love the way that they introduced Hagrid. You know, because first of all, for one, we knew from the beginning that Hagrid was to be trusted. We knew that from the jump. So when, you know, they he busted through that door, gave some pigtails, had some iconic moments, got Harry Potter out of there. I think it was the perfect way to introduce who he was. 
you really got to see you, you got to see how honestly funny he is how loyal he is you know what I'm saying but I will say when I first saw Hagrid like I wasn't expecting Hagrid to be gatekeeping in a way I expected him like to be a whole like professor I he's I know he said he's not supposed to use magic or whatever but at the time when I first watched the movie I thought he was generally just a wizard <laughs> totally not the case but hey you want to know what like I said at like when you're younger Harry Potter is hard to digest and as you get older you're able to understand the storyline more I love that but um it's like I I think first of all we have to say where would they be without Hermione at any part of this series just saying totally just saying but I also like how they created the friendship dynamic you know like first of all Hermione was supposed to be really geeky and I think I saw an interview where JK Rowling like she had the idea of who she wanted her to be but when she really met her she realized that ah this is the girl (laughs) you know so I mean she was way prettier than what she was expecting and um I don't know I think they just did a great job honestly with casting her I, I can't imagine any of these characters in this movie being someone else except for Dumbledore I think the replacement was actually better I, I think it made the series better for me personally I don't know about you but I'm just saying but you know like <clears throat> as I was talking about the friendship dynamic I like the way it was created I mean, of course, you know, Ron having his moments talking about Hermione and, you know, Harry indulging because, you know, Harry always got a chuckle. But <laughs> but no, you, you really see them become good friends. They go and save her when the troll comes out of the dungeon, you know, after Mr. Troll in the dungeon fake we know who you have on the back of your head we do now anyway which is crazy I I when I first watched it I suspected it I said I didn't I didn't suspect that Voldemort would be on the back of his head <laughs> I didn't but I suspected he had something to do with it I just I didn't know what little did i know it was directly him <laughs> unreal but the sorcerer stone it, it, it's a very good movie it's a very good movie it it's it's simply just the introduction or philosopher's stone wherever you are from it could be many many different things but like i said i think it's a very good movie and i think when it comes to the second movie it it all obviously like obviously it all just stacks on top of each other but it just heightened the movie it heightened the movie for me just in general but I like how they like there wasn't much 
time skip between movies. So when you came back, in a way, it's like it picked up where it left off. Like, obviously, they would always go home for the summer or whatever. And then they would come back the next movie. What I also liked is how they didn't have the Dudleys. Like, how they, they would switch it up. Because they were in the first and the second one. They were, Oh, yep. They were in the first three. They weren't in the fourth. They were in the fifth. Were they in the sixth? I don't think they were. Nope, they weren't in the sixth. They weren't in the seventh. Well, part two. They were in part one. I think the director's cut. Was it Was it the director's cut? It was one of the versions where there was a longer scene with Harry and his aunt. Which added a lot of context to her. Because she seems like this really just bitter person. I mean, she, she kind of is. But you also see how you see that she's human you see that she's human and it was honestly like that response that she gave about her sister it 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 was all that i needed to validate that character the husband throw him away (laughs) throw him away your child throw him away but getting back on track because we're going from the first movie into the second movie the second movie the chamber of secrets that was a really good movie it really set up it really gave some background on tom riddle i i loved the story and how they implemented you know the story of tom riddle and how he is Voldemort I absolutely love that but it's the it Harry Potter has a way of showing you something and then passing it off and moving on and then it's like ah that one thing that they just you know moved on from really quick like when Lucius put the book inside um Jenny's little bucket you see that I mean, you, I mean, you notice that there's two books there now, but it's a real quick flash, and then it moves on, and then you have the whole movie, and you don't know a thing about that, and then next thing you know, boom, centric role of the movie, crazy, and they, it's like they do that every movie, and a lot of you won't notice, and it's you, you can even expect it. You could expect it and it will still go over your head because I feel like each movie they've, you know, done a good job with the movies. I will say the fourth movie has you. I have some issues with the fourth movie, but we'll get there because we're still on the second movie going into the third movie. But like Chamber of Secrets it once again for every movie where would they be without Hermione (laughs) where would they be because even down to the last second of her being petrified she still was giving them clues down to the last second but I will say the because we really begin to find out what Parseltongue is and I 
I like the way that they really gave background context on that because in the first movie you actually just hear Harry straight up talking to the snake like they're actually talking he's not speaking parcel tongue we don't hear that anyway you know so when it comes to the next movie and Draco pulls out that snake and he starts talking to the snake everybody doesn't realize it seems like he's egging the snake on but he's really trying to tell the snake to you know not attack him but everybody can't you know they don't know that they don't know that all they hear is parcel tongue which it's not a common thing obviously they were going to think he was the heir of Slytherin who opened the chamber of secrets which wasn't the case a very good red herring I mean close close considering you know the part that lives inside of him very close to your no just say but I absolutely I, I love the first movie I love the first movie I love the second movie it they're very good stepping stones they're laying down the foundation for the rest of the series because I feel like the, the third movie it really gets going it really gets going in the third movie and the third movie is one of my favorites because like whoever direct oh my gosh whoever directed this i'm going to look it up i wonder who directed this movie because it's so well done let me see what is it is it prisoner of azkaban right oh wait yeah i'm actually watching this one right now i, I unreal first of all the the way that they the, the way that they just set it up just in general with Sirius is the bad guy we, you know and we see this wolf at first we obviously know this wolf is trouble right and then we hear about Sirius Black and now we're realizing that oh this wolf is Sirius Black or whatever and the whole the, the setting up of you know them seeing the wolf pop up at Hogwarts and Oh, it's this whole red herring that this whole time it hasn't been this person coming after you, even though it may seem that he's coming after you just because Ron's around you the whole time and he really wants Ron. Did I say Ron? Yeah. Just saying. I mean, technically it's rat, but he wants Ron because the rat is with Ron. The whole setup of that. I was like, what? (laughs) It was like what and I, I was sitting here because the crazy thing about it is no one's ever broken out of Azkaban before you, you know what I'm saying so like it was just the simple fact that here we go the, these two kids right here just broke out somebody out of Azkaban for the first time it's the, it's the, it's the like things have already happened in this movie but you don't know it has already happened this movie is a mind game and i love it i absolutely love it because i think we really get to see in this movie just how we get to see just how smart hermione is we get to see just how powerful harry is ron it's Ron. Yeah. But when you think about it, because he was so involved in the second movie and Hermione was petrified, and this movie, he's hurt, and it's Harry and Hermione this time. 
you know so I, I really like the flip of that I like that they really like tend to each relationship you know I mean like obviously I mean obviously him and Ron are going to be closer in ways but I like how they bring Harry and Hermione together because I feel like they relate more so on a personal level and on an emotional level and Harry is not he doesn't he doesn't show emotion (laughs) but to Hermione he will I mean he hardly hugs Ron Ron hardly hugs him it happens sometimes but you know what I mean they'll give a good nod to each other but Hermione will always hug Harry you know and fix his glasses but hey what can I say also I would just like to say Draco absolutely sucks Buckbeak there was no reason why he should have been attempted to be you know chop chop there was no reason why they was sh- they was about to have fried bird all because of Draco because he wanted to be, you know he, he, he's feeling intimidated he's feeling intimidated that Harry Potter is popular and he's not Draco has always been groomed to believe that in a way he's a chosen one and he's not and when he realizes someone might actually be more popular than me he's like oh I feel threatened let me act a fool let me act all big and bold even though I'm very scary Literally, I was so happy when Hermione punched him in the face. I was so happy in his nose specifically. He needed that. And she got to watch it twice. Love that. Absolutely love that. It Draco is a product of the environment he came from. And that's very obvious when you see his father. I can't say too much about his mom because... The whole time I've seen his mom, she looked afraid. <laughs> she didn't want to be there. But Lucius, he actively played a role in all of this. Thinking he was slick sliding that. That's why Harry took uh, that's why Harry freaked Dobby. Mm-hmm. Cause you thought you was just so smart above and whatever and blah 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 blah. I don't know what it is and all these he's a whole grown man all these grown folks upset at a 13 14 15 year old <laughs> what 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 okay so what harry was yeah he was third he was 13 in the third movie so okay why are y'all beefing with a 13 year old it's getting weird it's been weird but it's getting worse and first of all a whole grown man is a 13 year old's rat I mean you are a rat the irony is you are a rat you are literally a rat but you're a rat yikes what's the hype this is something light Yikes. A whole clown. 
the whole time we're sitting here thinking during the third movie that Sirius Black is he's betrayed Harry Potter's family and that he's Harry's godfather this whole time unreal so when the reveal came out because it made it started to make sense when Harry saw Peter Pettigrew on the map that um, the Weasley twins gave him that's why I was like wait a minute I seen so many reactions they were like they thought um, Lupin was Peter Pettigrew I was like what I never thought that but I also never thought it was the rat (laughs) you know like it was just like the whole structure of the movie that's that's what that what this is going to come down to for the third movie the structure of the movie because they set it up because when they were in class and they had to do the ridiculous spell and then the moon came out when uh lupin got in front of harry he thought voldemort was going to pop up he thought that was his fear but ironically harry doesn't really fear voldemort that's why he will say his name but anyway when they set it up where the moon came out when lupin got in front of him and it showed what he was afraid of i was like wait a minute i didn't put it completely together but then snape taught the lesson about wolves after lupin didn't show up for class i was like wait a minute wait a minute i had a very strong idea but then it came out obviously who thought of it Hermione <laughs> because where would they be where would they be it was it's, it's the whole rollout for me I absolutely love it I love the first three movies they're absolutely insane to me that's why they are on repeat I am binging my mind out what can I say but alright I covered the first three movies well I just chatted them up just a bit but it it's so it's it's crazy to me because obviously there's going to be much more detail when you get into you know the fourth the fifth the sixth and seventh part twos <laughs> but as you go along it's just like there's so much more to talk about is what i'm trying to say because as complex as the story may seem at the moment with the first three movies there's so much more there's so much more intensity so much more obviously happens and we're gonna get into that we're gonna dive deep i wanna at some point you know discuss each movie in detail but i'm gonna plan that out that'll be something i do in the future not necessarily this second we're just gonna briefly just discuss these movies in this franchise because i'm absolutely obsessed i am absolutely obsessed and i have to say even within these first three movies neville longbottom he one of my favorites 
one of my absolute favorites. And I also read a bit in the book that, in a way, it, it, it could have been Neville or Harry that Voldemort could have chosen to be the chosen one. There's a, I'm telling y'all, y'all, I have been diving deep into the Harry Potter world. I am getting the tea. I am getting the whole tea. I can't help it. I love this movie so much. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap this up. Make sure you guys are looking for part two. Like I said, there might be a part two and part three. Maybe just part two. Who absolutely knows? And on the next one, we're going to discuss the fourth movie, the fifth movie, and possibly the sixth movie. We may leave the two-part seven movie, seventh movie, to the end. That might be a good idea. I think we'll do that. All right, y'all. Well, that'll be all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And again, make sure you go follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I appreciate you. Make sure you go follow at 5min self-care on Twitter and subscribe to their notifications. Go get you some self-care. We deserve it. We get so involved in our days that we just forget sometimes. Make sure you go eat, drink some water, get a good night's rest, and prepare for the week. All right, y'all. I'm bouncing. Peace.